Okay, welcome to another uh, product design podcast. This one's about labelling, which is all the small writing that you get on packages and products. Um, you should know about this because it's bound to come up in the exam and I recommend that you read the textbook and uh, do some revision tests. Okay, um, once you've bought a product, if you look at it carefully, you'll find lots of little writing on the back of the package and sometimes on labels on the product. Uh, it's only small because it's just there because the government say it has to be there and um, legally they're required to tell you that the product's safe and that it's got um, some safety requirements uh, but it's not the stuff that makes you buy the product that's on the front of the package and tends to be colorful and have a brand logo and that kind of thing okay what kind of information you're going to find uh, well you're going to find any safety symbols because uh, obviously if uh, there's electronics or it's got chemicals in it or you're only supposed to eat a certain amount or um, you're not supposed to mix it with something else, it's going to have a special symbol on it. Obviously, I can't tell you those symbols on a podcast, but I recommend that you learn them. And have a look at the packaging in uh, your food cupboards, or maybe the cupboard under the sink where you keep your cleaning products, or any, any recent boxes for any electronic products that you've bought. Uh, look at the hazard symbols, and uh, you notice that they're mostly uh, international. They don't have lettering or writing on them. Okay, what else do you find? You'll find a CE on nearly everything, or possibly a British Standards kite mark, but the CE is much more common. That means that it meets European Union standards for safety and quality. That means you, the, the product uh, can be sold anywhere um, in Europe. Uh, if I look at the watch that I'm wearing now, on the back of it is a CE, and any electronics uh, you'll find one of these things. Maybe if you open the battery cover of your phone, you'll find a CE. It means that phone can be sold anywhere in Europe. It's probably a well-known brand that isn't just sold in one country. I'm also going to want to let you know um, who owns the uh, product. That means who's designed it and who's got the copyright or the trademark or who owns the design. So you will find symbols, logos and slogans, um, very small, for instance, something with a TM trademark or an R in a circle means it's a registered design or copyrighted. Um, that means that's to stop um, people stealing your design. So we've already covered that in another product. Uh, one of the most important things that's going to be on the label is what you do with it once you've finished using it or what you do with the box because nowadays we expect you to dispose of our old phones or the packaging in uh, responsible ways. It might have information to say what the thing's made out of. For instance, if it's got uh, the letters ALU and circular arrows going around it, you know it's made of aluminium and you know that uh, it should be disposed of in a recycling bin or some sort of recycling facility. And it might have a symbol, a technical symbol, to say what sort of plastic it's made out of. And um, obviously that's important because it can be mixed back in with other types of plastic and recycled. And we've already discussed that in uh, other podcasts. If you flip the uh, package over, you'll find uh, the front of the box or the packet or the packaging is much more colourful. And um, that's been designed by, um, well, it's probably been designed by a high team of designers working within a marketing strategy that the company have developed. Now, marketing strategy is based around a target market. Marketing strategy, target market, both very important words in product design. And the target market uh, will have been decided. Target market will have been decided by the marketing department, and uh, that will be 
who the product is aimed at, what sort of person, what sort of age group, what gender, what country they live in, what sort of uh, income they have, so how much can the product be. And uh, mostly a product to be successful has to get that kind of thing right. For instance, things aimed at teenagers often have to look completely different to things aimed at my age. Some things aimed at teenagers are exactly the same. Some things have to be completely different because um, we have different tastes, uh, may like things in different colours, may like uh, to be um, talked to in a different way. And uh, of course, successful marketing has to understand all these things. Obviously, you're very familiar with a number of really well-known brands, uh, such as Nike, with their trainers, which is a very famous international brand and relies on a symbol rather than words to promote their image and their name. This is because um, internationally they might work across different alphabets, different languages, different countries, different cultures, and they want their brand to be recognisable to all of them. Of course, uh, people that buy Nike trainers frequently in one trainer wears out and they buy another pair straight away or they have more than one pair of the same brand uh, experiencing a thing called brand loyalty which is a little bit like supporting a football team it means that you trust that brand enough to buy the same thing over and over again brand loyalty it might also mean that people that like McDonald's um, are able to immediately recognize the big yellow and red M and go into it whatever town or part of the city they're in and they know that they're going to get roughly the same experience and the same product and uh, again they're experiencing brand loyalty. Some brand loyalty hopes to uh, get you to buy products that are different from the same company for instance a company like Apple hopes that you trust their products enough to buy a phone or an iPad, or a laptop, or a desktop computer, or a music player, and hope that uh, that you are, one product is giving you enough satisfaction that you want to buy the other one. And of course, this is um, a very successful example of brand loyalty because Apple are currently the largest, most valuable company on earth. A company will have to uh, have a strategy to market its products. And obviously, uh, a successful one is a make or break for the company. Um, the many, you, obviously, we're all familiar with the many different ways that you can advertise. You could have an advert in the newspaper, you could have advert on TV, you can have a billboard, you could have an annoying pop-up on the internet, or you could uh, pay Google to link your advertising to people's Facebook pages if they, um, you know, click on the, the same kind of things that you are trying to sell. Uh, obviously there's a huge range of things, they're all very expensive and if you don't get it right obviously you won't sell your product, uh, you'll just end up annoying your customers with your advertising. Um, you have to get the advertising right for the right age group, for instance young people don't read newspapers very much so not a good idea if you're selling products to young people to advertise in newspapers. Um, old people use Facebook a bit less than young people so maybe that's not a good idea for some products. Uh, and then once you've got your advertising, your marketing strategy right, you've got to get your packaging right so that uh, if people go into a shop and buy by lifting it off a shelf, the thing looks attractive as well as being um, uh, a good method of protection and to keep the thing in good condition until you get it home from the shop and open it. 
The packaging is a very important part of the uh, uh, experience of buying the product. And if you, again, if you don't get it right, it won't be a very successful product. If you get the thing home from uh, the shop and it comes out of the box broken, you won't be very satisfied with it. If the box is extremely hard and irritating to open, again, you might be slightly less satisfied with it. And uh, if the box isn't appealing on the outside, you might not pick it off the shelf. You might pick uh, your competitors or one of the other manufacturers box off the shelf that looks slightly more attractive or catches your eye a little bit easier. So what are the important keywords that we've used uh, just now? Target market, very important. Everything to do with uh, labeling, packaging, needs to be aware of your target marketing. Uh, we talked about the consumer protection from unfair trade regulations. You ought to uh, maybe remember that. Um, we know about labels that go on uh, packaging that have symbols such as the X for harmful chemicals. We should know about uh, the CE labeling for European standards that we find in nearly all products. And we should know about the recycling symbols. Uh, you should learn a few of those. Have a look in your um, kitchen cupboards. You'll find some of those on some of the food packaging and some of your cleaning products. Uh, you should know a bit about brands and marketing. Um, I'm guessing that as a person taking a product design exam, you're a young person, so you can probably name or recognize hundreds and hundreds of different brands and marketing. Think about which ones you have brand loyalty to. That's another important uh, phrase, brand loyalty, worth uh, remembering. Uh, that brings us back to uh, target market because you will need a marketing strategy if you're going to sell stuff. Um, so you need to decide on the advertising, internet, television, newspaper, bit of both, um, or just selling it well in a shop window, or using maybe the old-fashioned method, which we used to call word of mouth. Thanks for listening, and uh, get back to your textbooks and do some revision.